Havertz in a pocket of space. Edison came and didn't get there. Chance for Chelsea. Goal for Chelsea. Kai Havertz in the Champions League final. Edison couldn't get there. And Chelsea take the lead in Porto. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Reactionary Blues. You have myself, Jeff. We've got Bassie in the building. We've got Kevin. We've got Timmy. And we've got Eman. It's been an interesting week. I think as it always is, to be honest, as a Chelsea fan, a really interesting week. But we're going to start from the fallout of the Carabao Cup final, where we faced Luton. That was the first game after the final, um, trying to pick back our confidence. And there was an interesting switch to the lineup. Obviously, Tuchel said there were quite a few injuries, but we saw Loftus-Cheek start as the central centre-back. What did you not think of that? Do you think that's a role in which suits his abilities? Is it a role in which he can thrive? And if we had to play him there in a Premier League game, do you think it would make sense? No. Nah. I think he only played there because Cho was right wing back. If Cho never played, he wouldn't have played as a centre-back, in my opinion. Because that's gone. It's kind of it's kind of pointless still. Like, I feel like that's dumb. That's the only logical explanation that I can have, or anyone can have, as to why he started that centre back. Yeah, no. Two should take this on um on on Saturday. He came on at right wing back. Yeah, for me, this is this is spelling. This is spelling the beginning of the end for Loftus-Cheek, in my opinion, man. The guy's getting used that right wing back, centre back. I mean, there's no, there's, I'm not seeing any hope that this guy's going to be in the future playing for Chelsea if if this is how he's being used now. Do you know what I mean? Um, It's it's very odd, like to just put him as a as a centre back, the main centre back in the middle of Rudiger and Saar. I know it was against Luton, but yeah, very odd. Um, but yeah, for me, it's just spelling the beginning of the end for Loftus-Cheek at Chelsea if he's getting used like this. Do you not I don't think, think there's a bit part player? Yeah, it's just a utility player. Like, I don't know. That's just my opinion. The, I think what, what, what wages is he on? Because he's a bit expensive to be using like, my, like this. Duke, <laughs> he's probably on like 170 a week being used like this, bruv. Like, he hasn't had a future here since, he, like, since he moved to fucking Fulham alone. It's been mm. the end since then. Like, he's not good enough to be even get a squad role here. I'll be real. Yeah, but it is what well, it is. I, I, I think that whole think game Tuchel was him there. Would you say? I think Tuchel rates him there. Rates That's him why he's out. playing. Because he's playing him. When you look, when you look at someone like Barkley, Barkley doesn't even get game time anymore. I feel like Barkley it's just game time because we have the system that we play. He's gonna play in the two eights, isn't it? And I feel like we have many more options in that position than what where he sees lost his cheek. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Mm, I hear it. I hear it. Yeah. I think it, it does look like two. I think I agree with you, man. Tuchel does rate him, but there's not currently a position for him in the team, which is why he's filling in in all these roles where maybe there's potentially other options. But, you know, Tuchel wants to give him the minutes and show him that maybe he's still got a valuable part to play 
in the rest of our season, which is why, you know, he came on at um, right wing back against Burnley, but he was the centre-back against Luton and whatnot. So, Where's he been all this, this whole time? Like, he was he injured. Was injured. injured. Yeah, uh, like six weeks. RLC hype. As always, bro, he's fucking, always <laughs> fucking injured, fam. Right, nah, he needs to think about his career. What does he want, bro? Because yeah, he's not going to be a first team. I'll be real. I'll be real. If I'm him, I'm, if I'll, I'll be so honest. If I'm him, I'm trying to stay Chelsea as long as possible. What for pre Dookie's wage packet, bro. You're not going to get that anywhere else. If he's not ambitious, then fair enough. Stay at Chelsea. Thing is, he's the bit part player. As he's far not as going to be starting for us. The guy is not. If he, he's not going to be starting for us in centre mid, Ruben Loftus Cheek. He's not going to. Let's. We have to forget about that. Yeah, he's, like, he's, he's a utility player. Yeah, he's a utility player, and that's uh, that, as sometimes as that as is you, okay. Yeah, as far as utility players, players go, like that, his quality is is better than what he normally have. Exactly. I thought he would have wanted a bit more for his career, to be honest with you. You know, actually get maybe you're, you're not his dad, man. You don't know what he wants. Maybe he's comfy. <laughs> yeah. No, he's but comfy. the thing is, yeah, the thing is, he's had he's had England appearances. I, I would have thought he would want to one Wait. day get back in the England team. I, I don't know. I Has he been in the England senior squad before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What yeah. Was that he went to the go, um, 2018 World Cup. Oh, mad. Yeah. yeah, I remember him and yeah. Deli Ali in that. Yeah. You get a taste of that. Don't you want to be Man, Lingard? He wants to be a bit part Bro, he's never reaching them heights again. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. He's not reaching them nah, heights. Yeah, he's not. He's not. It's, he's it's not, sad, he's not but... like 30 years old. Like, he's still got time. You never know. Like, look he's, 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 he's not 30 years old, but he's not a wonder kid. Yeah, no, but like, we've been saying Lingard that for years. Out of the and he was back in it last year. There's players that are younger than him that are better than him currently. So what's the point? Fair also, enough, I, I, maybe, maybe if, maybe if you know, next season there's somehow uh, a formation switch or something due to the players leaving and the players that mm. might come in. Maybe if we go to a, like a four-three-three or something next season, then he might have mm. a a place as a as another eight. But currently, I, I don't really see why he's he's still here. To be honest. To be fair, he did get an assist against Ewan, innit? Um, I think it was for Werner. The the ball he played over the top. It doesn't count. It doesn't, it doesn't count. It doesn't Bassett, count. It doesn't count. <laughs> Bassett don't care, man. Wow. <laughs> it don't count. It, it counts. Count. It counts, man. You go. You have shirt to get num- number eleven and twelve height. Don't kill me. <laughs> I look that game. We even struggled. So, yeah, he he helped us with the assist. So. What was yeah. what was everyone's takeaway from that game? Obviously, it's a cup game. We're playing uh, fo- nearly fully rotated side and whatnot. Did you look at that game and think, you know, did you take too much out of it? Or was it just we get the win and we move on? Nah, what I took from that is this squad is not capable of doing big things at this point in time because... You you see, like we're trying to get up to where Man City are. Yeah, they've got a a big squad full of quality, first team, second team, whatever, and they can part of their second side against Luton Town and comfortably win that game. Whereas we are in a dogfight with them, and it all like, bro, it doesn't uh, it doesn't look good because in the next round we've got Middlesbrough again, 
and they are also another championship side who are, in fact, I think they're, they're worse than Luton in the championship right now as well. And Middlesbrough have beaten, didn't they beat United and then Spurs? Spurs yeah. yeah. So Middlesbrough are in a good run of form in, in the FA Cup. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. This is a competition I think we should go and win, but we have some higgedy uh, luck at Wembley, innit? So I don't know. But it's not a good look. It's not a good look. I'll be real. It's not a good look. Yeah, that first half, what I saw, it just looked like a bunch of players that don't really, they've not really played together and it just looked disorientated. And the, the goals we conceded as well were a bit of a joke. Um, the second one, I think it was when Saar tried to step up. I don't know what he was doing there, boy. Um, he had a poor game. Um, yeah, the team was just we struggled oh. and we shouldn't have. We shouldn't I want to play. I want to play devil's advocate here yeah, because when it comes to cup competition, like I get it, performance. It, it, we need some performances, but does that really matter? Isn't it results over performances mm. in cup competitions? And we won. Isn't that all that matters? Like at the end of yes. the day, let's say we get to the final, win it. No one's going to talk about our oh, loot and we were poor, whatever. So yeah, yes, we were but, poor, but we got the win. Like it's a cup competition. The aim is to win. Man, man, deep it, bro. These are the type of guys that were filling in during December and January, and look what happened to us during that period of time. And then you, they're stepping into games against Luton Town in the Championship. Wait, how many changes did Tuchel make? Is it a full team change from the previous game? No, nah, yeah, I think Mason Mount was the only person. Rudiger and Mount are the only two that... Um, only that two that... Oh, my Mount. days. So pretty much a strong team. That's poor then. Well, I mean, they've still got the win. That's what I look at. Um, yeah. Yeah, we got the win, but still, like, I feel like you need to still look at people's performances in these games because at the end of the day, these are players that will be filling in for others in our first team. And if they're playing like that against Luton, God knows what they can do in the in the Premier League. As you saw, as I said before, December, January, you saw what these guys were on. So, yeah, like, I'm not, I'm not shocked. But at the same time, it's like, there's no way I don't understand what it is with us where you can play like how we played against Liverpool granted we lost in it but this is Liverpool second best team in the country one of the top five teams in Europe you can put a performance like that up but then against Luton Town second team or not these are like it's still the same squad and you're in a dogfight with them you're even down at half time it's, it's actually it's not good enough I'll be wrong Timmy Based on what Bassi said, he thinks, you know, to these players have to prove themselves in games like this to be able to show that if called upon in other games, maybe more important games, they'll be able to shine. Um, a guy that we've spoken about a lot, Timo Werner, got, you know, he put up some numbers this game. I'm not, you know, standing, I'm not saying any of this, but he got a goal and two assists. Do you think that would be able to translate Elsewhere, or do you not take this as much from him, Timmy? Oh no, absolutely not. Like I know, I say, I, I, I definitely think there's some advantages to having him in the team, but absolutely by no means do I think this guy's a good player or capable of doing anything big in the league or anything like that. So yeah, 
definitely not. One of those two assists, you can't even call it. It's an insult to call one of those two assists. <laughs> you know that yourself. It's it got deflected, didn't it? Bro, this guy, he ran. He basically lost the ball. And <laughs> fucking Saul, Saul just banged it, bro. Like, that's not an assist. Don't tell me about one goal, two assists, man. <laughs> and um, just very quickly before we move on from Luton, on the other hand, Hudson-Odoi had a poor game against Luton. Do you think this means that in another game in the Premier League or elsewhere, it will also translate into bad form or was this just, you know, bad day at the office for him, Kevin? Um, from what I saw, yeah, it wasn't looking good at all. Like, not really effective. Um, he can play better than that. He can play better than that. But it's like, when are we going to, are, are we ever going to get what we what, what we expect the ones that actually have hope for him we like in a game versus Luton we should be seeing something do you know what I mean we saw it against Chesterfield um, but you know that's Chesterfield we need to see we need to see it against better opponents and it's like I don't know Patriots is kind of running out it seems um, for him but I think he's now he's too inconsistent yeah. I say something apparently he's been playing injured that's what yeah. we're Timmy. I was, I wasn't going to bring that up. I was really? going to bring yeah, that up. He's got, he's got a, an Achilles injury. But, but even mm-hmm. still, though, before, even when he was playing and he was fit, fully fit, he wasn't really, he wasn't saying the world alike. Ah, so. you know what? I'm just going to sit, sit out this bit. You look kind of have fun with this Calvin <laughs> section. Man. I ain't nah, trying to get quick. Yeah, you speak talk, on it, man. Talk, talk, talk. Wait, hold on. Let me just say what I want to say. Yeah. This, the injuries at 21. To have these type of injuries, mad, it's setting back so far, in my opinion. And I feel like with his performances this season, you've seen physically how he's been set back. I feel like the inconsistencies are just too much. Well, I remember like he had that seven game stretch where he started like back in earlier in the season, like October, November times. He had like seven decent games, seven decent to good games. Where he was allegedly, Eman, Eman, <laughs> go on, Karen. Allegedly, you said on, you on. said you were going to set out this section. Just set out. This <laughs> section. Not. Yeah, say so go on, go on, go on. He had he had seven good, decent to good starts in these games. Don't don't do don't do what what's that what they called what what what's this quotation marks? Don't do quotation marks, brother. They were <laughs> they were good games games like Burnley. And United, despite the missed chances, and Norwich, right. and hey, Ima, shut up, hey, Ima, shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> Dude, they were good games, but the problem is this guy, when he has good games, more time, he's not slapping numbers down, bro. And that's what, like, I feel like that's what too cool. I feel like he's kind of gone, uh, you know, Pulisic. He's gonna he's gonna stink for forty five minutes, but he'll, he'll put a number down somewhere, yeah. and then that's what I feel like. That's what's separating them two. I feel like, yeah, just too many inconsistencies against uh, Spurs. He had a really good game, yeah, and where he attacked a, a fullback. He's not even a fullback. I don't even know what Tanganga is, but he's a t- he attacked a player who is physically stronger than him, but made Tanganga look like a fool, and he got hooked. But then the next yeah. game, he starts at left wing and he's passive again. Like it's not, it's like he can't do that. 
two games in a row where he can be very direct. When, in fact, when I watch him, when he's direct, that's his best play. Do you know what I'm trying to say? He's shown that he can be effective for us, but um, like as games like Aston Villa, um, the Club World Cup final, like he's shown what he can do in it, but it's just, as you said, it's just a bit too inconsistent where we need like better performances from him when he when he's on the pitch. However, you know, our attackers at the moment anyway can't even give us what we're asking from Cho. In my opinion, that consistency, no one else really can give us that as well, if that makes sense. So Pulisic, as you mentioned, like he, he can get a 45 minutes where he doesn't do anything. It's not all the time in the next 45 minutes that he's actually going to do something. He can have bad games as well. So I think yeah, I don't know. It's, he right. needs to start stepping up a bit more. Um, I say so. The rest. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I'm gonna bring it. No, no, no. no um, it's, it's not. It's no. not slander. It's not slander. It's not. It's actually no. Like, it's not. Gen- Go on. It's basically, I think that it's the injury that's really affected Callum's game. Like, he's not. Yeah. He's not explosive anymore. So, like, this is me actually speaking with sense. You lot always think it's always agenda, agenda, but this is like legit, like. The, the injury really affected him. So when I watch him, before pre-injury, I watched him, like, okay, there's something about this guy, but, and then he went away after the injury, came back, and then that's when I started saying, like, yeah, he's a bit average. Maybe I've been harsh on him, but the injury definitely affected him a lot. And I think, I think we're, I think us as a, as a fan base, we, obviously, I'm seeing all this land, like, it's, it's, it's funny sometimes, I can't lie, but I don't think we should give up on him. I think he needs a loan to a top team and he's capable of going alone to his top team and that maybe fingers crossed he can like rediscover some form and then come back but I don't think I, he should give up on him yet I personally think you see how you were like oh his explosiveness he's not explosive anymore I feel like he is like you saw against Tottenham he can do it but he yeah, I don't but think he doesn't do it as often yeah I don't yeah, think he can do it game after game after game like that's, yeah, that's down to the injury do though right yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I'm agreeing yeah. with you, but I'm just, oh, yeah, I'm just yeah, putting yeah. that. Yeah. And also on the fact that on the loan thing, I'm not too sure. But if he's gonna go on loan, he has to go as tear down from Chelsea. I don't think a top team would be Dortmund. Dortmund. Uh, everyone, everyone's on this Dortmund hype, but I'm not on the Bundesliga hype, bro. So <laughs> I don't know. A, a team a tear down from Chelsea where he can be sort of. Not like the main forward, but part of a cohesive unit mm. with a striker and a winger on the other side that will help him and chip in with goals and assists as well. Mm. And, and what do you think about a team it? that plays a team that plays to suit his style? Tim, what do you think about um, Everton? Perel um, always the man says Everton. I don't think Everton will take him. <laughs> well, they might be getting down, man. Let's 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 relax there. Um, Carell, our good friend, always says progression in football is not linear. And Cho, obviously, the trajectory we believe he was on prior to the injury is not the same trajectory he was on post injury. Do you feel like there is still a player there that can be the main man at Chelsea? Like Hazard once said, you know, once he leaves, Cho's the man. Do you think Cho still has that in him or is he more of a squad player or kind of a bit part player now? 
Um, absolutely not. He doesn't. Nah, he, he doesn't have that in him. He, I think he can be more than a more than a squad player. So, for example, in a, in one of our title winning seasons, he's not going to be Hazard, but he has the ability to be like a like Pedro. Okay, you mm. know what I mean. So like that that mm. that tier below the one that like contributes. Bro, 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 if you can get to Pedro's level, if you can get to Pedro's level, that's that's more than good enough. Listen, hey, no, but are we talking Barcelona, Pedro? No, no, nah, nah, I said, I said Chelsea that season. Even Chelsea, Pedro. Pedro. Then, no, I'm not talking feel, Barcelona, Pedro. I feel like you're being a bit harsh still. Obviously, you know, no, no, That's generous. Pe- Pedro, <laughs> Pedro, no, you're violating. Pedro right. got nine goals, nine assists that season. Do you guys think Cho at his top level can get that? I think he can oh, get this. I think at his best, at, at what everyone and I feel like would be his best, he could do double in both numbers, in my opinion. What? I think he's a, <laughs> I think he just needs to be around like a good team. That's just all I can say. Just to build that confidence up. And then once that confidence is back up, you never know in it. But I just think he just needs to be in a good team. This is sounding like the Werner situation, but mm. no, this is different. This is different. This is they, they man will talk about confidence, yeah, in front Mentality, of goal, man with tappings. This this is different. Man of confidence hype. Oh my god. <laughs> um so after the looting game, we had Burnley and we reverted kind of mostly back to the lineup that um faced Liverpool. The only players missing were Lonzo. Um, Kovacic and Azpi. So, do you think, Kevin, that this is the sort of lineup with Pulisic, Havertz, Mount, Rudiger, Silva, Chalabar that Tuchel has trust in and is going to move forward with? Or do you think currently that's just what seems to be going well and he might chop and change next week? Yeah, I feel like this is what he wants to go with um, moving forward. I think he probably took a lot of um, confidence. Um, from what he saw at Liverpool because we did actually play well uh, in the final with the team that we started. It's just, of course, the missed chances. So I can see why he, he went with like the same kind of team. Um, so, yeah, I do, I do think that going forward, this is probably what he, he's going to um, opt for. Um, but, yeah, when we start talking about the first half, I will um, I'll give more thoughts, but, yeah. I disagree. Really? Go on, explain, bro. Bro, his whole time here, he's been on the hot hand hype. So, why all of a sudden? I don't. I feel, I don't feel like he's he's gone. Yeah, f- you know, fuck these man. Let me just go with these man for the rest of the season. Like, I don't feel like he's gonna do that. I think he really like hot hand is his thing when it comes to the players up front. Because um, I'm still not sure if he has figured out who he wants to go forward with, who is his best, who isn't his best. But like, I feel the one, the three that we have played against Liverpool and Burnley, they've had the hot hand and they're, I feel like their playing styles suit each other the best out of all the other options that we have. Like when, when they're together... I think them them three, they they kind of know what each other's on. Mm. But I don't know. Oh, we, I we've been here before. Who are we talking about? Havertz, Mount, Pulisic? 
Yeah. Nah, You've been like here before. Food. I don't You've like been that food. That, that's not good for free. They don't create anything. You say that, but none of them can really. Who would you take out that front three to make it more creative, and who would you put in? Don't say Callum. I'm I'm laughing because I put Jesus. Actually, options are actually so limited. It's crazy. It's gonna have. I mean, there's Ziyech there, and he he had a hot hand before the injury and stuff. Exactly. So if if Ziyech continued to have a hot hand, Ziyech probably would have started that final. To be fair, all of this is not too cool for he, he's, he's, he, like If a player plays well, he's going to play that player. If a player plays yeah. bad, he's going to get dropped that game. So it's down mm-hmm. to the players. It's, well, most nine times out of ten. Mm-hmm. It's down to There's the players one. to... <laughs> Man, mm-hmm. I know. But basically, it's down to the players to find some consistency in it. But with Mount, mm-hmm. I feel like Mount, out of the rest of the front three, he might stink attacking-wise, but... What he offers, that's what managers love about him. So that's why he tends to play. I can't lie, bro. I'm so tired of that. Tell, tell, really tell, tell me I'm lying, though. Tell, tell me I'm lying, though. But that's what managers the traits, want. The traits they say you cannot coach intangibles hype. Like, <laughs> bro, how many managers? Mount will always play because he offers more than others. So. Managers, managers he love offers more, more but misses like, two big chances in a cup final. That oh, guy's still that he guy thinks that Wembley fan. Fam, the thing is, he he I, I get it, he presses. He he has the tenacious work rate. Don't don't that's, underestimate that. Don't underestimate I'm not underestimating it, but for me personally, I need a bit more. If you're not if you're not look, if you're not playing well, yeah, you're pressing cool. But when we're not creating anything, I'm looking at the front three and I'm thinking, who needs to come off here? Who who is actually not contributing to what we need? It's it's always him and Pulisic. It's always them two. Havertz, he tries in it and he, he gets mm. No, look, Havertz in the in the first half against Burnley, they were trying to get him involved. He he the ball wasn't really sticking. I remember there was a few occasions the ball weren't really sticking with him. But I don't know what Mount was doing in the first half against Burnley. Though. I, I couldn't yeah, not to be fair, Mount, Mount did get subbed up early, so yeah. yeah, fair enough. But it's like that's the second game in a row. I don't know if I can count Newton as a as a poor performance. Um, but like it's the second game, yeah, where he's not really performed to what we know he can perform to. And it's it's just a bit frustrating for me personally. Um when he does come back from injury, he has this slow start coming back into the team. But um yeah, I would have rather seen Ziyech. Oh, was Ziyech injured? Or was he on the bench against Burnley? He was on the bench. I think he, he, he just came bench, back. Coming back from yeah. injury. Um, you see, my problem with, with them three, yeah, is none of them, you, you can look to none of them and say, that's your bags, man, right there. Yeah. That, that's, like, none of them you can look at and say, right, if if we're, we need a goal, he's going to do it. I he's feel like that's going to change soon. That's gonna change very with, soon. With who, um, hashtag hashtag um um twenty two plus seven. The German. Oh. Nah. Havertz <laughs> is gonna be a bagsman very soon. If we yeah, no, no wait. wait 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 if he gets consistent game time up front, well I don't see that happening because he's got a hundred yeah, million yeah, on the bench. For the contract now. What what you need a consistent run of games now? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he needs to perform to get a consistent run of games, brother. He's getting goals. So, don't do this Burnley stuff, mate. He's a big end player. Let's hear what you're saying. Nobody in this team can get goals. I feel like on on Saturday, I feel like I was watching it um the first half here and I finally deeped it. Playing this system with this with these like players that we have, it's impossible for anybody to score, like at, on on a like a, a consistent like good level. We don't get enough touches in the box. We don't get into enough. We don't get um into the final third enough. Like I'm watching Thiago Silva, Rudiger, and the other centre backs just pass it along, pass it along, pass it along, because there's nobody there's nobody that's really capable in the front in, in the front three of of um playing in between the lines receiving the ball. Mount is yep. okay at it. He's good at it, but he's not great at it. He doesn't really do it enough. So then now we're going long to Reese James and and the fullbacks on the on 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 the wings. But the final third execution is so bad that we still can't get into the box. I and know time and time again. Nobody yeah. can score I, in this team. Doesn't matter. Well, if I, I feel like no matter the formation, the system, these set this group of forwards that we have accumulated that our club will not get the job done in any formation or system playing together. Elsewhere, they can do it in a different... But when they are together, these lot in this Chelsea team, in any formation system, they, they won't get it done, in my opinion. They're all, too, they're all too deficient at something. Like, you might be good or okay at something else, but a lot of other skills that you need... You're really, really bad at <laughs> like Werner, for instance. Okay, good. Okay, Kami's movement is good. Everything else. Mm. Is okay, Lukaku, his finishing is good. He lacks a lot of other stuff as well. <laughs> keep going down the list. There's no complete player here. So like, now do Pulisic. Let's have, let's have Pulisic. <laughs> what what is Pulisic complete? Shut up, shut up. No, 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 no. I want to hear what Tim. I want to hear no, what Tim Pulisic, Pulisic. Pulisic is a good dribbler, yeah, but he doesn't know he how to find that. He doesn't know, yeah, he doesn't have to harness that. He yeah. doesn't look up. Hold the sack, yeah, he doesn't, man. He doesn't have to use that to help his team. But like, he so takes so long to release the ball. He runs yeah. into so long. every single game. Every, when they were talking about his nine fouls one against Porter, if this guy was just releasing the ball, he wouldn't have been fouled as many times. But cold sacks, and they were just fouling him. They were oh. falling for it every single time. They took the bait. They did. Moving on um, from the uh, first our half court offense sucks, man. <laughs> Literally. Um, moving on from the first half, because I don't think there's too much to say about that. It was horrible at best. The second half, what do you not think changed? Because we came out, we looked a bit more vibrant. Obviously, Reese James, this is his what first start since coming back. And I mean, he changed the game for us. But what do you not think Tuchel said? to the players at halftime because things did look different. And also he did tweak the formation a little bit just before the end of the first half. But do you think that was a difference, Bassi? I I just want to say, yeah, over it, I don't know if it's just me, but I don't know if anyone else has noticed this as well. But more ga- most of the games that we've won this season, yeah, that I've watched personally, it's been one good half where we've absolutely blown the team away and the other half, it was dry. So Arsenal, the first half, we blew them away. Liverpool, first half, we kind of blew them away. Um, Spurs, second half, we blew them away. This game, 
um, there's been other games as well, like uh, Juventus as well. I feel like the second half was much better than the first half. I don't think, I think there's been a game where... Yeah, 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 go on. I don't think there's been a game where for 90 minutes we have absolutely gone 100 miles per hour the whole game. And yeah, like I feel like that's it's, it kind of holds us back sometimes because let's just say, you know, for sake of argument, obviously it didn't happen, but Burnley score in the first half, yeah. And then what? We have to come out second half to defend against an even deeper block of 11 players. Like that's, it's so bad, but obviously it's good that you know from the from the rip straight off rip, Reese James goal, and then we got what like three goals in what fourteen minutes or something stupid like that, which was really good. But yeah, I don't know something that needs to be looked at, in my opinion. This forty-five minute special special teams. No, well, I think it's like that though. I feel like. When you play the way we do, like we're very good at keeping the ball, maintaining pressure, but we don't really do anything with it. We sort of, I, I feel like the way we score first is either a set piece or the other team makes a mistake. So until that other, until that happens, which that can that might not happen in a half or whatever, but until that happens, like we don't do anything. And then once we score, the other team comes out a little bit more, and then we profit off off off, off um, attacking the spaces. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Kevin, how badly did we miss Rhys James? No, you could just see um, in the way he gets forward for us compared to Aspie um, or whoever else plays right wing back for us when James is not there. I mean, to to come back uh, with a goal like he did, that just that bit of confidence and skill um, to take that shot and score. Like who else? Who else can actually do that for? Even our, even our wingers, yeah, who play in those wide positions, I don't even see them doing that. So they to don't have, have the capacity. They don't. I was so I was so shocked to see James even, you know, doing that, um, those fakes, and then uh, eventually scoring. So yeah, we we've missed him so badly, and it it just it just makes me think if if only we just had him, and and um, what's his name, Chilwell as well because they, they're so important to our system if only we had them in December where would we be but no it's good to have him back and he's he got assist as well so yeah it's, it's, it's it was needed like it just reminded me of how important he is to the um to the team uh, it was yeah refreshing as well man hopefully some of them could learn you know from him the attitude that he came with to actually um be willing to score and assist, get forward as much as he did. So, yeah, man, I'm glad to have him back. And so, yeah. go, on, yeah, go on, go on. I was just going to ask, what did you think of James's performance? And also talk to us a little bit about Havertz. What did you see different from him in the second half that you didn't see in the first? Uh, um, with James, yeah. Um, I just want to say, why do you are... Uh defenders or wing-backs have better finishing than some of our attackers. Because when you look at that James goal, yeah, like the composure, he faked it and he faked it again and then he slotted it in the bottom corner. I don't see out of what, 
only probably Havertz is capable of doing something like that, and that is bad because Reese James is what our right back, right wing back. But um, yeah, it's good to have James back. Um, yeah, like like Kevin was saying, Lord knows where we would be if we had him and J- um, James and Shelley, um on the wing backs in December. But yeah, it's good to have him back. Hopefully, um, he can contribute some more more goals and assists for us. Um, with Havertz. Um, Complete contrast on the first half. I feel like um, first half he he does he does move about, but once again, like our players always ignore um, attackers' runs because they don't have the capabilities to to play those passes. This is why I think like this team we lack a um, someone like a Ozil, uh, David Silva, Fabregas, you know, players like that that are that see what other people don't see on the pitch, like. And then, and then you're relying, still, yeah, and then you're relying on players like Pulisic, um, Mount, Mount ain't an attacking mid like that, like that that will thread those passes, and then well, Ziyech inconsistent. So that's why I don't want to put too much blame on our forwards like Lukaku. He like Lukaku doesn't move that much, but like he when he does move, he gets aired a lot. So second half, um, I don't know, Havertz. I mean, he started seeing the ball more. Um, the combination of him and Pulisic, you know, for the goal, I feel like they, they're building a, um, a little chemistry there as well. Um, I think, yeah, the second half, I don't know. I think Bernie, it was mainly Bernie just bending over for us, in my opinion, because um, we got a goal the first few minutes for second half. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was mainly, but I don't think we were that good. I'll be surreal, but it was Burnley self-sabotaging and all that, but. Um, yeah, Havertz being at the right place at the right time again for the second goal. Um, I just think he's got an eyeful goal. The, the key for the mental... Oh, I disagree. Oh, you get your turn. <laughs> key for the mental <laughs> of being a striker in the system is just move about. Just move about, make yourself available. If you don't get the ball, create space for others. And that's what Havertz was doing in that second half. Um, yeah. Go on, go on Massey. Oh, Bassi, take it away. When I watch Havertz play, I don't see this alpha goal that Iman just said. Like, I thought I take it back to Norwich. Yeah, we won seven 0 in that game. Any <laughs> world class striker is demanding the ball to put bang at least one goal in a game like that. Like, I don't see him doing that. I don't see him as someone that could get twenty Premier League goals. Um in a season I, I don't see like he's a good he's a good uh, false nine whatever you want to call it but I don't see him as a bags man I don't think he'll ever have that that trait he's a he's a 15 league 15 goals in a season guy he's not an out and out striker and I 15 think, goals I think, in that, I think that's his maximum honestly yeah, that's, that's, that's that decent enough for him at his very best, he'll be 15, in my opinion. Maybe in another because team, he can I'll, get more, I'll, but this I'll team... See, I don't know. I don't, I don't see a hundred to score I don't see it. For me, he's not clinical yeah. enough. For, 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 for 15 goals a season, I don't think he's clinical enough because he gets chances. He's had chances. Um, and he does miss a few. So I, I don't see him being clinical enough to be hitting 15 goals, Premier League goals anyway. In a season, fifteen overall, yes, but Premier League. Fifteen alone, goals in the league season. I see that <laughs> in a couple of seasons. 
I, I definitely no, see that. No, on, honestly, like I don't. We don't have a shooter up front. Like, if you look at most of these forwards in this league that are at the top level, they're looking at three, four shots per game. We have a ninety-seven million pound striker who rarely takes more than two shots a game. With and for him to have like one hundred and eighteen Premier League goals is kind of crazy. But Havertz, yeah, I don't see him as a guy that would would take you know three, four shots a game to be getting them type of numbers, in my opinion. So they don't create, they don't create enough. Yeah, but even even then, I feel like he's he's more, he's always looking for an extra pass or an extra touch that takes the shot away. Like he's he doesn't have that instinct in him where the ball comes to him, bang, he's letting it off, and it's always these type. I don't, I don't remember the last time I saw a venomous shot from him. I do. That is, that is very when, true. Arsenal preseason. He's always doing. Can you say Arsenal preseason? He's talking yeah, about yeah. games that don't, that games that don't count. <laughs> um. So Timmy, with Havertz's two goals, um, on the weekend, he's now matched his total of four Premier League goals from last season. Um. And mm. Hashtag he's progress. And that's 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 certain man's career. So he's gone from four in twenty-seven to currently four in eighteen. Um can I just add something before you carry on? Three yeah, of those four goals this season have actually come against Burnley. Just say Burnley, okay. mm, Burnley man. They're calling him Burnley. Yeah, let's talk about Aston Villa man. <laughs> it like match Callum's Premier League goal record, but yeah, let's let's yeah. Mm. Fair enough. Um, so, so what I was going to ask Tim One of is, them was 72 million generational with her. Doesn't matter. Burnley four goals. Burnley four goals, four seasons. Over to Burnley you, Jeff. Burnley high. Over to you, Jeff. Four goals, four seasons. Are you looking Are you looking for us to build around Havertz, Timmy? Do you think Havertz is the man going forwards? Let's assume, you know, Lukaku is, isn't as happy as... You know, he's basically said in the interview and whatnot. Do you think Havertz is a man to build around? And if so, would that not mean having to target wide forwards who want to get in the box and want to score? Oh, yeah, no, 100%. To answer your first question, yeah, no, definitely. I think Havertz is the one to build around. Um, as you already know, I'm not really convinced about Lukaku, so don't need to get into that one. But, um, yeah, Havertz, I see, I think Brojo as well, potentially. But um, yeah, mainly Havertz, I think he's the one that we can build around. I think he's got the best qualities out of all of the all-round qualities. I don't think he's, he's particularly except, um, exceptional any one thing, but I think his natural instincts are like quite good. Um, so yeah, no, I, I'd also like I'd also say um, he needs to be surrounded by wide forward players that want to score as well, because I don't think he's the type of player that's gonna. I think if Havertz gets fifteen goals, like you lot were saying, I think that's a season that we remember. That's a season that probably that's a good season. That'll be a good season for him. I think if he gets fifteen. I can see him being somebody that gets like ten to twelve. Person. And can you let him? Yeah. 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 I was gonna say yeah. I feel like I don't ever. I, if you're gonna pursue Havertz as a mainstay in this team, leave him at number nine. Because I don't understand why this is my only problem with what Tuchel did this summer. 
even though I was gassed, yes, and I thought this guy would fire us to league contention, but why sign a left why sign a left foot striker who also likes to play in the right channel as well as Kai Havertz? Like I don't see them two ever coexisting in my opinion. So if you're gonna have Havertz as a mainstay, I don't see I think at right forward he, he hasn't been good enough. His best games have come at number nine, in my opinion. So just leave him there and bring in absolute chingers of wingers, bro. At right forward, left forward, bro. These gunmen. We need gunmen who can also keep the ball, who can also run with the ball, can pass. Like We need some absolute gunmen up there with him and then we might go far. But he's not, he's not, a, he's not a hero ball type guy. Where yeah. he will, where he will fire you to a league title. He needs he needs thirty guys with him. Um, quickly, Kevin. So with the four triple two that we've kind of been playing recently, um, and we seem to have moved away from a little bit. There were some fixtures in which Havertz started up top with Lukaku. Do you want to see that again? And if not, why not? Why didn't it work? No, in your Jordan, yeah, I keep saying that we have to find a way to make both of them work because I know a lot of people like are saying it's just not going to work, right? But I, in my head, I'm I'm not seeing. I can't see Lukaku leaving. This is my thing. So if he doesn't leave, are we really going to leave him on the bench? Havertz is playing well up front. I I, I believe they. Surely, somehow, they, they can work together up front. I'd like to see it more often, but then again, if it's not working and we're dropping points because of it, we don't really have time to, you know, persist with it. I'd like to see it again um, because I, I think there has to be a way for them to both play. Um, and I also, I said this in the chat as well the other day, um, if we do build around Havertz, and Lukaku is subject to the bench or whatever, and he's still at the club next season. What happens when, if Brozo wants to come back, he's going to be third choice if we we're just playing with one striker. So yeah, I, like I think about that as well, and that worries me a bit. So that's why I want to see them, like Havertz and Lukaku, somehow playing together in that four-two-two-two. Um, but yeah, it looks like we drift, drifted away from that a little bit. Um, and yeah, we've just gone back to the three, four, three. So yeah, I'd like to see it come back, just to see if we, if it can actually work somehow. But yeah, I don't know. You just want the Parker to stay. <laughs> yeah, I, I look, I, I didn't I, even throw a brochure as well. Do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? Yeah, <laughs> it's not even like I, I, I'm desperate for him to stay. It's just that I don't see him leaving. We literally paid ninety-seven mil for him last year. I can't Bro. see. Our, I was like no. you, yeah. I was like you, okay, reminded me something. If we can get rid of Morata for 50 something million, we can get rid of Lukaku. Yeah. No, no, no. The way the, the club is looking at it right now with what Roman and Maria or them leaving, I don't think the new, the, like, we never know. The new owners might not care about making losses. So. Did it, hey, Iman, mm. you were saying what I was just about to say, bro. So it's a possibility. Ownership. New ownership hype, they might not care about profits and losses, bro. 
So they might just say, you know, enter, enter for you, my friend, 60 million. <laughs> and with the coach. Yep, let's have him. That, that sounds like a, a business thing, though. Um, yeah. You know. Yeah, it's not, con- it's not concrete. It's just hopes. Yeah. yeah, obviously, it's not concrete, innit? But, and know, also, someone, someone might before. not even... Someone might not even match Abramovich's flipping valuation, so I don't know. We just have to see, but <laughs> I, to, I want to. I'm disagreeing with Kevin, though. I ain't trying to see that shit again. I don't <laughs> want to see that again. No, because don't get me wrong. The only reason I was saying that is because in my head, Lukaku's going to be here next season. That's the only reason I'm saying that, and I don't want to. I don't. No, it's not that I want him to stay. I just think that he will be here. Do you know what I mean? And uh, okay, he, he's the only one who can actually be clinical for us. I don't see anyone else in this team being clinical. So yeah, you see the thing is yeah, with both like Havertz is obviously maybe willing to be more flexible with his playing style if they played together in it, but he's a left footer who traditionally likes to be on the right hand side, from what I've heard anyway. <laughs> And from what we've seen. And Lukaku is the same thing as well. We saw him at Inter. It was transitional, transitional on the right channel, uh, maybe a one step over and a bang in it. But mm. with them two together, two left footers together that basically like to play on the same side, like it's, I don't know, it spells recipe for disaster. It's been a disaster already, but you know, it's smelling even worse now. Um, Eman, what were your takeaways from the Burnley game overall? Um, Mount needs to get some bench time for a bit. Um, I like that. I like that. Pulisic and Havertz um, need to stay in that front three. I don't know he's going to be the third man. Um, and um, what else? Um, the Pulisic James. Nah, sorry, Pulisic why Pulisic has... Can you explain that one, please? Because, yes, I know he's inconsistent, but I think some, someone said it earlier like, at the start of the pod, he can stink, but he will, he will leave I like a goal or assist. So, why not? Like, the rest Stand of them, they, they will stink for 90 minutes and will do nothing to have an impact on the game. He's trying to talk about Since when did Pulisic turn into one of them people that left or something? What did you say to me? Since when did Pulisic turn into one of them people that leaves or something? This guy never gets it. Recently, yeah. This guy is from round He's another Burnley man. He's another Burnley man. Let's be Palace man, yeah. No, Pulisic is a guy, man. You see Pulisic, no. yeah, he's a he's a he's a guy that I like to call a net negative, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Him, he's, still, he's still our best winger. He's still our best winger. I disagree. Him out, he's our best winger. Out on at, like, at this winger. Moment, at, at this current moment, it's Hakim Ziyech. Proper winger. Ziyech. We don't have any we don't have any proper we wingers. Barely have any. There's only two guys. Bro, Ooh. there's there's Ooh. three. Four net negatives at this club. Well, go on, let's hear them. Let's hear them. Go on. Bro, the net negatives are, are Kepa, Alonso, shirt number 11, 
and Pulisic, them four are net negatives, in my opinion, fam. Mm. No matter mm. what, they're like, yeah, bro, them man, who, wait, who do you agree with? Nah, don't worry, don't worry. Go and continue, continue. <laughs> <laughs> them man are, I, I don't believe that them man, when, when they add something, it's not enough. Like, I feel like mm. their, their bad sides are too much for their good sides to shine. Pulisic, he's, he's on the verge, it? But I feel like the way he plays is just... It's just head to down, slow down all the time, bro. It's just head needs to down slow down, put your head down. Head down, 100 miles an hour, and he's not a reliable finisher. Don't let lockdown fool you. Lockdown, 2020, we saw some weird things happening. Don't let lockdown fool you. He's like, I don't, in my opinion, he's not reliable. He's not reliable at all. Still, my boy. Speaking of unreliability, um, there's been a certain player who we haven't seen in a while. Um, He came through Cobham. His name's Andreas Christensen, and it looks like he's going to leave us. Timmy, what are your thoughts? Do you think he is someone that we can replace? Do you think he's going to be sorely missed? Would have been nice for Christensen to stay. Obviously, like the academy player, and also like it's, he's a good player already. Someone that you already know that's that, that, that's going to give you good performances more often than not. I feel like you shouldn't want to go out there and replace players like that. But out of him and Rudiger, I definitely, I, I definitely rather lose Christensen. I think Christensen is easier to replace than Rudiger. So, so I wouldn't think there's on the market that we can get to play that. Let's say we stick with the three at the back to play yeah. in that central centre back role. You're confident yeah, in I that. Think there's definitely, I think there's definitely people in the market. Um, Lassie, we're hearing that Christensen apparently, anyway, wants a new challenge. Do you understand? No. <laughs> Man's quite going Barcelona, bro. I, why not? Why not? It's, it's nice up there, man. Bro, why not? What? So, so players want to experience other leagues. You tried the, the, the stuff that's legal over there or something. <laughs> anyway, moving on. I just feel like the, the, the way he's treated this is... I used to call him... I don't even know if I can say this, but I used to call him Le Bitch Boy. And, you know, he's showing he's showing his true colours, isn't it? Le Chris, man. He's a pussy. I don't understand, like, why, why are you trying to basically fashion a move to Barcelona halfway through the season. There's nothing wrong out. with wanting to try certain knee, you know? Cool, but hear, hear, hear me out, hear me out. This is someone who's basically supposed to be Thiago Silva's successor. We had him right there. Like, he was going to be Thiago Silva's successor, yeah? Now you're trying to leave on a free to Barcelona halfway through the season, and now we have to go spend fucking, what, 100 million on centre-backs again. Like, why why be like this? He's mm. improved so much as well. Like I, I, like, I was giving him, I was giving him praise earlier this season. He's moved to new levels. I saw him moving to guys like Calvert Lewin. I saw him moving to some big boy strikers. And now you want to do this, like AC oh, no. Penitentiary, oh. man. AC Penitentiary. Bro, AC Penitentiary was on the move. I ain't seen him in a minute. Uh, he's he's pissed me off still. Can't lie. 
E-Man, it seems like you you actually do understand why Chris Christensen wants a move. Um, can you talk to us about whether you think we can replace him? Is he is he that much of a great player that it's going to be difficult to replace him? Or do you think, like Timmy, there's players on the market? Um, no one is irreplaceable. You can replace Christensen. But what I will say is I'd rather I'd rather lose Christensen than Rudiger because if this was Rudiger in this situation, I feel like we'll struggle to replace someone like him. But Christensen, yeah, he's he's a top player. He's a top player. He's grown a lot over the last couple of years. But like we can replace him. Like I just hope we do we use our scouts properly. We just we don't do something like a Maguire deal or the next big name from a low team or let's splash money on that and then. Hey. I have a question. Yeah, go on. Eman, are you on the delict type? Yeah. So I'll take 100, 150 M's, you're on the delict type. I don't think we're going to splash 150 on them. Nah. I don't think but it's worth that much. 80 max. Over, over Even 80 is too M's. much for a centre back. I wouldn't pay, I would, I would never pay over 100 for a centre back. What, what, the rest of you, man, what, are you on the delict 150 million hype? Is that no, how much it's worth? Give, give me 80. Give me 80. I'll take it. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think the Venice will do business at 80, in my opinion. For the contract Lips. runs out in, in June 2024. So, I mean, it's, based it's on doable. the it's extended. Uh, no centre-back. No centre-back no is 150. About the prices. But, um, yeah, I am on the I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying that that's what I've seen on the internet this past year, isn't it? So, that's nah, what I've seen. I would never do that. Is he actually Chelsea good? Chelsea would though? never do that. The lips, the yeah. lips is good. The lips is good. I'm, I'm just saying it because I just think he's strong, strong defender. He's like 22, good, good captain for Devilers. Nah, he's a good I'm player. In, so. I'm, in, I'm, I'm in on that. I'm in on that. He's, I think Syria is the best defender, no, Jeff? Um, I mean, there's, of... there's a few, but he's one of them for sure. He's definitely... It's top, it's top five definitely. for sure. Yeah, I, I would say he's definitely top five. Um, Kevin... Just touching base with you, what do you think about the whole Christensen ordeal? And it actually does look like Cesar Azpilicueta is struggling to, you know, um, agree a new deal. And again, Barca are the team that's really pushing for him. How do you see this move for these players? Is it like a downwards move? Is it kind of just a cross or is it uh, an improvement on playing for Chelsea? You know, it is with Christensen. I know it's just because of the money, let's be honest. Um... Like, I don't see any other reason why he would want to go if we weren't giving him the money. Like, if we were going to give him what he wants in terms of the contract um, extension, then I feel like he would have stayed. But it, it clearly, we're not going. We're not giving him what he wants. So, yeah, he he can move. In my opinion, he's a good player. Don't get me wrong, but we can replace him. I don't mind. Just to cut you off quickly. It, yeah. At first, Chelsea weren't giving him the money that he wanted and then right. Chelsea agreed to like bump up the wages and whatnot um, to the what was being asked and yeah. then Chelsea expected Christensen to agree and he didn't so yeah. I think whilst he did get around about the eventually anyway the wages yeah. he wanted it's just being reported that he wants a, a new challenge and he uh, has I been at Chelsea since he was 15 and the reason I don't buy it is because he can he can earn more, got leaving on the free. That's why I don't buy it. 
Barcelona are going to give him more than what, bonus and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah they're right. going to give him more than what we were going to give him. So that's why I think it's just for the money anyway. But he's a good player. I've grown to like him. I did not used to like him in the back four. Oh, he, he was a nightmare in the back four for me. But we can replace him. Rudiger, I don't know who mentioned it before, but Rudiger would have been a bigger loss. So I hope we can keep him. Um, Aspilicueta, look, I thought that guy was going to be gone at the end of last season. I thought he was going to either hand his boots up or leave. I, I didn't want him at the club anymore. I've, I'm I'm okay with him leaving too because I just, I want I want better backups. Um, I, yeah, I want better backups at right wing back. And in that right centre-back position, he's okay as a backup, but I just want us to rejuvenate the squad. This is my thing. So Aspie's done a lot for us. Thank you and everything. And if he wants to go to Barcelona for a new challenge, that's great for him. Like, I, I support it fully. Do you know what I mean? A lot of people don't would rather him stay. Um, but for me, it's, it's the end of the road, man. Like, just pack your bags. And, um, yeah, thanks for your service kind of thing. Alonso, too, if he wants to go, he can, he can join him. Just send him, him to in, Spain. Yeah, Pat Kepa with him, him too. Didn't have to drop in Alonso's name, man. <laughs> I, can I just say, yeah, that I don't mind Aspi staying on the premise that two new fullbacks will be in during the summer. I don't ever want to see that guy start right wing back again. Yeah, honestly. He can only... I don't see him leaving because obviously he's club captain in it. And How old is he? What, like 33, 32? Yeah. He's won everything. So, he, like, bro, just, yeah. But at the end of the day, Fista, you know what? He wants, to, he wants to go home to Espana, then he can go in it. And but it would have been nice to get a transfer fee for him, you know, fleece Barcelona one, one more time. Christensen, too, to be honest, because he would have had a lot of value um, on the market. And this is a nice segue. Speaking of value on the market, um, 3 billion, Roman Abramovich. It seems like the jig is oh. up with, with us and him. What are you guys' thoughts on that? Um, obviously, he's brought us a lot of success, a lot of happiness. He's, you know, agreed to not even make us repay the debts. Just, just your first thoughts when you saw that... Um, Announcement from the Chelsea side, Spassi. Came out of work. Uh, my head was steaming. I, I I even tweeted once he's gone, mate. I'm a casual, not a casual. I'm a neutral. <laughs> yes, he's you know his other affairs in in life aren't exactly nice. Yes, but we're talking purely football here. I don't know if there's an owner out there for a big team that loves their club as much as he does. This guy uses his pocket, his own pocket to finance players, to, to build a squad, to build this team to a top team in Europe. So I'll always appreciate that. But, you know, if, if they don't match his valuation, hmm, he might stay. Mm. Yeah, man, what were your thoughts when you saw um, the announcement from the Chelsea side? Um, yeah, similar to Bassi, I was at work when I found out. And like, there's two sides to me. Like, got, got the emotional side. I was like, in my head, I was like, this club is finished. Like, we're gonna be like Arsenal. 
I, I was even thinking maybe like it's time for me to actually completely stop following football because Chelsea won't be the same. But like as weeks, like days and weeks go by, you're reading reports, you've got, you're seeing things like Roman won't sell to just anyone because Roman actually cares and loves this club. So he's actually going to take time and actually look at the, whoever's bidding, like, do you actually care about this club? What are your plans for this club? He's actually going to take his time to sell to someone that he thinks deserves it. So that's given me a bit of hope that, you know, there will be some sort of continuation of the club's winning mentality and, um, you know, even better, a new stadium as well. So hopefully Roman chooses someone right. Even better, hopefully everything falls through and Roman stays. But yeah, um, it's scary times, man, because Roman, like Bassi said, is when you keep it just strictly football, is the best owner a football club could have. So we're lucky to have him. Timmy, with with all that's going on, do you think it's like a watershed moment in the history of Chelsea? Do you think it is possible? I'm not, you know, expecting you to predict the future here, but do you think it's possible that Chelsea begin to fall off and we're already a little bit far behind Man City and Liverpool? Do you think something like this and maybe not getting in an owner as passionate as Roman will widen that gap between us? Yeah, I think it will widen that gap. I think well, I think we need to realise how lucky we were to actually have Roman Abramovich. Like I say, it's like if one of us had unlimited amount of money and we were own Chelsea, he, he, runs the, he runs the team like he's one of us, like a fan controlling it. We get so many un, unreasonable demands met every summer. Like, I, Man United, I've heard Man United fans complain about not getting a CDM since 2008 or whatever. I've, I, I'm looking at Arsenal fans complaining about missing out on Vlavic. We're complaining about, oh, we missed out on Haaland and we got Lukaku. Like, we're Spoil, so lucky. Bro, we're, to have, we're, we're, we're so lucky to have this guy. And even just more than the financing side of things, like, the Chelsea that I know is Roman Abramovich's, uh, Roman Abramovich's Chelsea. Yeah. Like, our identity as Chelsea Football Club is Roman Abramovich. Like, I don't know nothing before Roman Abramovich. So, <laughs> to Bro. me, the future is, it, it could actually be, it could actually be anything, but I don't think we, we will be as good. Bro, deep it, yeah. I'm going to be 21 this week, yeah. Roman has had Chelsea for 19 years. All I know is Roman Abramovich, fam. I don't exactly. know. Who was, who was even the owner of Chelsea before? I've never searched it up in my life. <laughs> Can anyone tell me who it was? Like um, and Bates. Bates. Who? You <laughs> bought Leeds later on, um, to be honest. But yeah, uh, I doubt you'll know yeah, him. I ain't weren't Leeds like bankrupt a couple of years ago or something. <sighs> yeah, Leeds have been through it as I well, think, to be fair. I, I, I think we're cooked, man. Because even everyone says that, like, oh, now we get to have a proper infrastructure like Liverpool do. Of course, well. If you look at the time compared to trophy halls, I swear we've won more trophies than them. Yeah. In 2016, probably, they've only won Carabao twice, Premier League and Champions League. We've won everything. Right. You know, our whole... Europa too? Yeah, our one they didn't win Europa. No, they, didn't. Oh, no. they lost in the final. This is the model that everyone's saying, oh, now we get to do this, but I know right. there's problems with the way we do our, we do our things, but 
whatever way you want to look at it. it gets Bro, Liverpool fans ain't even happy with how they think it's going. They want it's that a guy cer- out. It's, it's, a certain, it's a certain group of Chelsea fans that are saying this. I won't say too tough what they are, but if you know, you know, them and there, that's that's how they roll. I'll oh, I'll I'll let you know who it was who it is after, isn't it? But they have oh, a big bitch. platform. They have a big platform, and they're basically the 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 spokesperson for Chelsea fans. And he was a big big Sari hater. That guy there. But oh, anyway, okay. he's already yeah. selling. He's already selling to a very very niche market here. Like the the number of candidates are very small at three billion three billion pounds. I can't lie. The and then is, he's trying to find up. someone. He's trying to find someone that is also going to care as much as him, so that Ooh, narrows yeah. the numbers down yeah, even more. Maybe oh, I'm being no. pessimistic. Maybe I'm being pessimistic here, but like, what else are they going to come out and say? Oh no, we're panicking. Mm-hmm. We're going to tell it to anyone. And the guy is literally under under pressure from the government. Like he needs to sell. He needs to sell his, his assets. But let me and tell then, you now. I don't think he's but, got time to be selected. We look. We. I can't lie, we're, we're done out here. The reason I say this, yeah, we're all, we're all used to being under Roman's army. This is what we know. We know the ruthlessness, the winning mentality, the culture of this club. I, I tweet on the account, uh, when players come to this club, they leave with something. We're not going to get that anymore. People want the structure of Liverpool. Fam, what have they, as you guys mentioned, what have they really won in terms of the, the amount of trophies, they won the Premier League and uh, what do you call it? Uh, the Champions League, great. But look how much we've done and how much we do in a short space of time. We don't go um, more than two seasons without a trophy. Like, I can't see us, I can't see us like carrying on what we're doing right now. I could just see a downfall. I'm not going to lie. It doesn't matter if we get someone as much. Especially huh? if we get to Next. the Americans. Yeah. I'm, I'm worried. Kevin, I can't lie. I'm worried. Kevin's very, 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 very like negative. Let me put a positive spin to it. Like I said before, the reports that are coming out are that Roman is taking time and looking at the people that are bidding. That doesn't matter. For me, that, doesn't matter. Did, that, that means Roman ain't going to sell to any bombs. So yeah. gonna say, hey, yo, people can lie, you know. Whoever's got a billion, come, come through. No, they could say, oh, Roman just wants some, someone quick, just whatever, bid whatever. And then as long as you know about football, take it, whatever. But he's actually like, I want you to have a plan for this club, et cetera, et cetera. Stadium, look at, you know, helping out stadium. So, it's like, yeah, that, that is a positive. I'm only yeah. saying this because every time Kevin talks, man, he just depresses me. It just makes I'm it sorry, so sad. I'm sorry, but I have to, I have to be real here, yeah, in the, in the fact that even the hiring and firing of managers, the way it's actually, for me, in my opinion, it's helped us. What, what um, institution hires and fires managers when they need to, like we did? I don't, I don't, I don't really know any other uh, club that does that. Like, I'm worried that... Madrid does next, it. Oh, the next owners that come in, they're not going to be as ruthless. They, they might not have the same winning mentality that Roman... Um, has kind of like injected into what into Chelsea. That's the only thing I'm worried about. Yes, it could work out well where, you know, we carry on being the successful team that we've been over the last 20 years. But yeah, I'm a bit worried. I don't want to become like Arsenal. This is my thing. I'm I just cannot see us become like Arsenal Football Club. 
That's very interesting that you say that, Kevin, because um, even though we might not be chopping and changing managers, do you not think that what Chelsea need is a little bit of stability rather than the same ruthless sort of regime um, that we were operating with before? Well, how many trophies have we won in the last 20 years? I knew he was going to say that. Put your medals on the I table. Mean, whilst, whilst you say that, if it ain't broke, oh. don't fix it. So I want medals. Hey, That's I, will say, yeah, I will say, them men that talk about stability, they were on the Frank Lampard hype. Yes, I was. <laughs> on the Frank Lampard hype. At me, at oh. me. I was, and I was wrong. <laughs> but I still want. I want. And I, I want. I want stability with two. Yeah, I, I, want I, I want stability with with our current manager. That's that's all I want. Mean, so like, give, give him the keys now, man. Give him the keys. That's the only hope now. That's the now for real. For real. he's the only positive about the club right now. Because yeah. <laughs> really and truly, after Tuchel, where do you go? I'm you're only control. you're basically getting a downgrade. Yeah, for sure. For sure, I think that's that's our current situation, and is is a bit unfortunate. But I'm gonna round up there, guys. Thank you for coming on, everyone. Thank you for listening as well to all the listeners. This is reactionary blues. Um, I feel like we did end it on a little bit of a, a so downer. depressing. That's Bro, that's currently this where we are. Depressing. That's currently where we are. It's just, I mean, hey, as can I, I, I can set uh, some challenges? <laughs> Kai Havertz. Kai Havertz, yeah. If you can score 10 Premier League goals this season, (laughs) six more, you can do that. I'm a donate. I'm a donate to any charitable organization that you want. 50 million. 50? A pinks? Minimum. The whole GC will donate £10 each. I ain't involved in that. You're the one that brought it up. Don't say <laughs> that. I don't know. Don't say that. That. I, I, said, I, said, I said what I said. I said what I said. Don't say the whole GC. You, you brought this up, so it's all you. £100. I said what I said. Outro, no quick, quick, quick. Outro, 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 outro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, We're Reactionary Blues. You can find us on all social media platforms at Reactionary Blues. And please um, interact with us. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know how you're feeling about the Roman Abramovich situation. Let us know if you think Kai Havertz is the man we should give the keys to. Let us know if Christensen is replaceable and we'll be fine and, you know, we'll be able to move on and keep it stepping. But, yeah, thank you, everyone, and hope you enjoy listening. Cheers. Cheers. Peace. The full-time whistle. Chelsea have won the championship.